Hello and welcome to the ATEM podcast. My name is Dorota Buskela and this is the place to be to catch up on what you missed at the 2021 edition of the online 24 hours of ATEM. So, for this 30th episode, we will cover increased content monetization with ad insertion. Let's start the engines. Okay, welcome everybody to this 24 hours of uh, ATEM session called Increased Content Monetization with Ad Insertion. And this session is co-presented with our partner, Digital Rich. Uh, my name is David Jabolet and I'm based in Singapore and I will be acting as a moderator for this session. Today we'll talk about new monetization workflow and to address this subject, I have with me a couple of speakers that I will introduce right now. The first speaker today will be Boyang Han. Boyang is our ATEM country manager based in Korea. He's in charge of the sales activity in Korea and he has a lot of experience with all the major content and service providers in the country. Uh, he has worked in the past with Tarnberg, Ericsson, AWS, either pre-sales or consultant. Thank you Boyang for joining today. Our second speaker will be Thibaut, Thibaut Maurice. Thibaut is our sales engineer at ATEM. He's based in Singapore and is taking care of uh, Singapore, Indonesia, Malaysia, and Thailand market. He has been working with ATEM for the last seven years. He's working as a pre-sales, uh, is involved also in project and support deployment uh, when the needs come. A real Swiss knife. Um, thank you, Thibaut, for joining us today. Thank you, David. Our third speaker will be YJ, YJ Lee, who is the sales director at uh, Digital Rich. He is currently in charge of all the sales activity uh, in Korea and abroad. And his aim is to help create value-added services for the customers. Uh, before moving to a sales position, YJ worked for 15 years as advertising system engineer, still at Digital Rich. Thank you, YJ, for coming and joining us today. And uh, our last speaker of the day will be Max, Max Moon, who is our technical account manager, also based in Korea. Uh, Max has various broadcasting experience uh, in the cable DTH or IPTV broadcasting. Uh, he has deep knowledge in, uh, in VOD advertising platform. And based on that, his aim is to help broadcast customers to solve all their technical problems. Max today will do a quick demo of our solution. Thank you, Max, for joining us also today. A pretty dense agenda. Uh, let's have a quick look. First, Boyang will share with us uh, an overview of the APAC ad insertion market. Then Thibaut will focus on Titan Live and Titan Mux, acting as a ad splicer. Then YLG will uh, highlight digital rich ad insertion solution. And we will finish with a demo of ATEM and DR ad insertion solution done by Max. At the end, we'll keep some time for Q&A. So before we jump into the presentation, um, a few guidance for the Q&A. As you can see, everybody's on mute, the chat is off, but you can still ask questions using the Q&A button, which should be just uh, below. So don't hesitate, write any question you have during the presentation, and we'll try to respond as many as we can at the end of the session. Okay, uh, sorry. Uh, thanks, David. So hello, so good morning, good afternoon. So my name is Boyan. Uh, I'm in charge of sales in Korea. Uh, today, so I'm going to talk about this uh, TV commercial market. 
So I hope you, so you don't get so bored the my session. So it is only so a few uh, minutes. Okay, so TV advertising is a timeline. So the history of TV advertising begins in 1950, maybe a little bit earlier. Uh, let's uh, look at the uh, past. The sales model is uh, divided into advertising so revenue, so based on so magazine sales, viewer uh, management, and TV advertising, so revenue based on rating. Uh, you see, so top is a light. So this is the uh, first TV so commercial. So in the United States, July 1 is 1941. The watchmaker paid is $9 for it. So which was a broadcast is before the very popular is a baseball game. The message is that the US is running in is a Brunova time. So it is only so 10 seconds, it's a very short. Uh, video clip. Uh, yes, it is it's a very long history of uh, TV is uh, advertising. So John is one of makers said that uh, half money I spend on advertising is a waste. The trouble is uh, I don't know is which half. So advertiser is, uh, doesn't know how much the viewer consume the advertising. So it means is they need is advertising is based on data. So let's look at this. It's very soon. Okay, and year is uh, 1994. So everyone knows so where so the computer is uh, begins. The start of uh, a revolution is called is online is advertising. Okay, so 1994, so online uh, revolution uh, is begins. The first banner, ad banner is uh, for AT&T in 1994. And year is 2007, so RTB is a programmatic is advertising. So RTB is a means it's a real-time bidding. So it's an automated system for advertising to purchase its online advertising inventories. So an advertising transaction ecosystem where the transactions are made through real-time auctions. In other words, advertisers who offer the higher price among advertisers is a place the advertisement in their inventory. And, and present is a 2021. So it is, is a web-based is advertising is a today. So selling model is like a CPC, so CPM, so automate uh, sales. Uh, I'm so one thing interesting is so a CPM. CPM is a cost for is 1000 is impression. So mirror means it's a thousand. The advertiser is who publishes CPM as that the amount they want to pay when they are post 1,000 times. Selector is a specific location to place the advertisement in and pays for each advertisement. Okay, TV uh, ad uh, sales is a, it's a time slot. Uh, so selling model is a price for uh, add a slot that depends on this audience is a segment. So we call it a GRP. So gross is a rating point. So in China, it's a TV commercials is a auction at the beginning of every year. So everybody can join the auction. 
uh, the picture is a National Football League. It is very famous and popular game in US. So, and very high is a viewer uh, rating. It's like a 100 million is the people are watching. So CBS is a broadcasting company this year, set the unit price of a Super Bowl advertisement is $5.5 million for only 30 seconds. So it means it's a high advertising, it's a revenue, it's a generate in the games that still have a high viewer rating. Okay, so now it's advertising, it's the video industry, it's a changing. So blue, you can see that it's a graph, it's a blue. It is it's a broadcasting uh, advertising. So gray, this is a digital video like OTT. So you see it's a blue, it's a slowly it's a decreasing, but it's a gray color. It's a OTT, it's a mobile TV, so keep growing. So keep growing, so why? This is the, it's the day are based on it's the data. So data means it's a how much viewer consume the advertisement. Then it's the advertiser is know how much is the ad is consumed. And one is uh, uh, interesting is IPTV service operator is a continue to growing and they can use is a addressable TV. So yeah, it is, is a, so changes with is a customized uh, advertising is based on data. So what is the addressable TV? So it is, is based on the uh, customer data and advertiser is so no, so how much is a consumer is a consumer is an advertisement. So it is is a fastest growing is in the market, especially in the US. Uh, 64 million is addressable TV household. So Comcast, some other is a major operators is using this kind of is addressable TV. So this is is keep growing. So let's see. Uh, addressable TV it is live TV. So how? They can do is it is uh, set up box is a based is a pay TV uh, can be addressable TV so because it's a they have is a set up box so so using the is a set up box they can use is a data and then it's a service operator is a can send out is a uh, advertisement for each target so this is the basic concept is addressable TV so. All these IPTV, DTH, cable uh, service operator, so they have a setup box and so they can do is addressable TV. So let's see the, what is the, the target uh, addressable uh, TV. So yeah, let's look at the it's a service operator side. So what is uh, they uh, what is the base uh, for ad? So it is a trigger. So Qtone uh, signal is so they receive and then. Uh, IP supplier so sending is a trigger to set up box. So set up box is a request to get the ad clip. So when it trigger. So and uh, in other hand, uh, set up box already the ad clip is stored, and so when when so it trigger, then it's a set up box alone is an ad clip. So this is the order is based on the data. And service operator is, uh, can customize its uh, data based on its uh, geographic, age, its, uh, gender, or other. So they can do is uh, customize. Okay, then so we can uh, go to is more detail in technical side. Uh, before that, uh, so Qtone is a trigger. So we need to think about it. So this is a digital and it's a analog. 
So two type of uh, Qtone, so we can use currently. So digital Qtone have with many advantages over uh, analog. So you don't need to use this converter and there is many advertising parameter. So can be uh, expressed like a uh, uh, pre-roll, so break duration, event ID and so on. So, okay, so let's just move to the next slide to look at is, uh, what advertisement solution ATEM and Digital Reach have. That's my, uh, that's me controlling. Okay, so thank you everyone for, for joining this, uh, this session about uh, ad insertion and ad splicing. So what I will be uh, talking about is how we ATEM can help service provider mainly uh, in using Titan Live, a Titan Mux as an ad splicer and how we can integrate this um, ad server from digital reach in our ecosystem in order to provide uh, such kind of uh, targeted advertisement. So first of all, you need to know that today uh, ad splicing is moving towards the, uh, the IP uh, infrastructure, the IP level. So um, what is going to happen is that there will be a challenges in some uh, service providers uh, who are still receiving Qtones either from uh, GPI or DTMF. So we will see how we can overcome this in the, in the next slide. But here, there are two different use cases in order to integrate an ad server with Titan Live or Titan Mux. So the first use case is inserting advertisement in Titan Live thanks to SCT35 triggers that we are getting from the IRD itself. The second use case is we are not receiving any SCT35 triggers from the IRD. We are only asking the ad server directly digital reach to send SCT30 messages to Titan Live in order to request Titan Live to splice. So, uh, the goal, of course, will be for Titan Live to splice between the live stream and the TS uh, file, which is stored in digital reach at server at a given time. And I would say seamlessly uh, without any frame loss. So the architecture is the following, uh, as you may have uh, understood. You first get the stream from the IRD in IP. Then Titan Live will receive the SCT35 message and discuss with the ad server. And then the stream output has the uh, TS file, so the, the ad clip embedded inside. If we dive deeper into the two different use cases, we have first the uh, SCT35 triggers coming from the IRD. In this case, what does it mean? It means that the SCT35 triggers uh, contained in the stream with the ad splice marker, obviously, will be received by Titan Live. Titan Lab will be able to interpret this message, knows that he has to discuss with the ad server, Digital Reach, which therefore we know exactly which TS clip, ad clip to send to Titan Live using SCT30 messages. Titan Live will therefore splice the stream, the live stream, okay, insert the file and provide the stream output containing the ad. So this is the first use case. But of course, here, uh, there will be a challenge that we will uh, discuss later on is how to receive SCT35 message if the IRD is not compatible with this new technology, this new protocol. Second use case, there is no 
IRD sending a CT 35 message. Of course, there will still be an IRD uh, or a playout uh, sending the stream to Titan Live, but the decision will not be taken by the service provider, the content provider itself. The decision here will be directly taken by the service provider, which will have a schedule, a playlist embedded in the ad server in order to trigger the splice at any time, but without requiring to receive a CT35, only a CT30 from the ad server to Python Live. Now, the big challenge is uh, obviously, especially in APAC, how you can insert a CT35 message in Python Live if the service provider were being given the IRD from the content provider. So uh, example uh, such as uh, HBO, Fox, or, or Warner Media, Disney, this kind, of techno um, this kind of content provider may still rely on GPI or DTMF uh, Qtons. So we need to find a way uh, to overcome this issue. Different use case again. Uh, the first one is the IRD as SDI output for the video audio but doesn't provide a CT 104 trigger in the SDI, then there will be an issue. Second, um, I would say problem statement or, or the, the issue to overcome is the IRD as IP forward feature, meaning the IRD has the capability to keep the stream compressed in TS. So we may expect the stream to contain SCT 35 messages, but this SCT 35 message has to come already from the uplink. If the uplink doesn't provide a SCT35 message, again, there will be an issue. Third option, the IRD only provide either GPI or DTMF. And this is what we see in APAC, uh, at least in Southeast Asia, mostly. We, we haven't seen one customer who was actually getting a SCT35 message, but only a GPI or DTMF. So we had to come up with a solution. The solution, of course, will be that Titan Live is able to receive a CT35 message from a black box. This black box will be a GPI or DTMF converter. The output of the GPI or DTMF converter can take two different, um, I would say, uh, tracks. First option is directly this converter is able to provide a UDP stream, a TS over UDP stream, containing SCT35 PIDs, SCT35 datas containing the splice insert messages. The second idea would be to use ASAM call. So meaning the GPI or DTMF converter will receive the right Q-tone and will directly use the ASAM protocol to communicate with Titan Live. And this, in this case, will be Titan Live creating the SCT35 messages at the right moment. So these are two different options, and most importantly, the two different options are integrated with Titan Live. First option using a CT35 message over uh, TS over IP will be uh, held possible thanks to the Remux feature of Titan Live. Titan Live will receive MPEG2 TS or SDI um, over one interface. And we have received the TS um, containing the SCT35 over another interface. Titan Lab will remix this all, and we have an offset manual uh, delay feature in order to make sure that we will be as frame accurate as possible. The other option, we won't need to use the remix capability of Titan Live, but 
we will still rely on the integration of the ESAM library in Titan Live to create internally SCT35 messages. Ultimately, then the outcome um, will, will be able to take two different, uh, again, uh, tracks. First track is we use this SCT35 message to directly communicate with the ad server in order to um, insert the new ad clips in Titan Live and output it in the SPTS. And of course, it will contain the ad clips inserted plus the SCT35 message at the beginning and the end of the uh, commercial. Second option that we'll see uh, as well is we don't use any ad server here, but Titan Live will be used only to insert SCT35 messages in order to provide this message down the chain to an external packager origin server. And then this packager origin server will take care of uh, some uh, advertisement uh, insertion. But here today, we will not focus on that. We're not going to focus on DAI uh, ad insertion. We are going to focus on ad insertion for markets, which are mainly DTH, DTT, IPTV. This could also apply for OTT, of course, but um, most of the use case will be uh, for, uh, I would say, um, one-way communication. So we have developed a specific feature for uh, MNC Vision, so the, the tier one operator in uh, Indonesia, which, because of the regulation, allows them to disable the logo and the crawling text during a commercial. Because every time a commercial is broadcasted in Indonesia, the content provider, I mean, because of the regulation, doesn't allow the service provider to display any logo or crawling text in the video. So there is a very quick uh, demo here, whereby um, if it, yeah, it's working, you can see the, the, the main, uh, main program being displayed, having a logo on the top left, a Titan logo, as well as a crawling text. As soon as we will splice using a commercial, you will see that the CBS main program is going to disappear, as well as Titan Live logo and the crawling text. So this is actually a, a very powerful feature because this allows us, ATEM and Digital Reach, to comply to uh, some regulations because of countries, uh, regulations are different. So thanks to that, we are able to uh, answer the customer uh, requirement in, uh, in any uh, part of Indonesia. So we will just wait for the end of the, the advertisement to, to stop and resume to the main program. It should be over very, uh, very soon. All right, a few seconds. All right, and as you can see, the main program resumes with the activation of both logo and crawling text as well. It is not, of course, part of the, the, the burning video. It's, a, it's really overlay that we add on top of it. Moving on to another solution uh, with regards to DTMF reception. So, of course, we could be using a third-party product in order to receive DTMF. But Digital Reach, as part of their solution, also has the capability to provide their own DTMF receiver and converter. Doing so, we can directly 
at the output of uh, the IRD, receive the DTMF uh, Qtons, and then automatically Digital Reach will forward all these messages using a RS-232 connection over their ad server and create the SCT-30 message uh, accordingly to communicate with Titan Lab. Now, another challenge we had in, in Indonesia was the support of a uh, CCMS, uh, sorry, uh, traffic scheduling uh, file. So the CCMF traffic uh, scheduling file is actually a, a, a file that is having the .seh extension for schedule. And this is an example of what we've got from, uh, again, MNC Vision uh, customer. As you can see, this file is split between uh, different subsections or different sections. First of all, of course, you have the window. Within this window, from like 6.05 p.m., which will last until uh, for, for, for 55 minutes, sorry, you have few breaks. And within these breaks, you have add, add clicks. This is a very, very, I mean, it, it is a mandatory requirement in order for MNC Vision and other the service provider to schedule advertisement in Southeast Asia. They do not rely on Excel file, they rely on SCH. Another way to represent it is um, using this uh, small drawing whereby um, we explain how it works. So you have the main program and within the program, you, you have the, the window as well as the break, and within the break, you have all the ads. It is very important to take note that there is the um, respective file called VER, which is used for verification after the ad has been inserted or not. So this will be used for the service provider to tell the content provider, okay, I have used your, uh, I have inserted your clip. I can prove it thanks to the VER file being generated as a verification from Digital Reach. And this is a screenshot of how it looks like inside the Digital Reach ad server. On the left hand side, we have access to the window. And within this window called Block Loop, um, for each and every channel, obviously, we have the break. Break number one, break number two, break number three. And within this break, we have access to the ad clicks. So this was um, a quick introduction on the capability and the integration between uh, ATEM and, and Digital Reach when it comes to um, overcoming and dealing with uh, Qton, uh, such as DTMF and GPI. We have the solution for this. That's the key message to, to, uh, to keep from this uh, quick presentation. So thank you, everyone. Thank Great. you, YG. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Thibault. Um, YG, I'm going to pass the remote control to you. Okay, I come. The controller. Uh, okay, welcome. Hello, everyone. I'm YG Ali, Sales Director from Digital International in Korea. I'm here today to introduce to your our company. Uh, okay. So Titerchi was uh, established in the year 2002 and for the past 18 years has engaged in the editing system in four markets, including current providers, 
IPTV, cable TV, and the rice. So from the year 2005, Digital Restaurant is owned at the insertion system and since then has accumulated a total of about 4,000 channels of at the insertion system refers to more than 30 IPTV and cable TV customers here in Korea. So with our accumulated experience to and know-how, Digitalist has leading the way as a front runner in the ad insert system market here in South Korea. So in, ad, in addition, Digitalist provide various technologies of for ad insertion solutions at is advancing into global market in Asia, Europe, and America as well. Okay, so from this technical part, Mr. Dogara will proceed. Mr. Dogara and technical major of Dieterich International. Okay, Mr. Dogara, go ahead, please. All right, hello everyone. Um, so my name is Dogara Dani, and I'm an engineer at Digital Rich International here in South Korea. And I would like to introduce to you Digital Rich's ad insertion solution which is referred to as DAYS 2000. Um, so our um, digital riches ad insertion solution DAYS 2000 is made up of the following um, hardware. And as you can see here, we have the AMS, the ADS, the CAP, CAP, and the TMS. And, um, the ADS, the AMS is the ad management system, and it is used, it is responsible for registering ad clips, for scheduling, for monitoring, and for the overall, um, and for the overall monitoring of the management system, and for the overall monitoring of the management system. The ADS, on the other hand, is um, referred to as the ad streamer server, and it is responsible for streaming the scheduled ad information to the ad splicer. Um, and the CAP, which is the capture server, it has the function of recording the AD plus PP, which is the ad plus the program providing streaming that has been inserted through the ad splicer. And the capture archive, the TMS, which is referred to as the capture archive, it stores and it manages all the clips recorded by the capture server um, into its system. And as such, from registration to organization, transmission, and even recording of the ads that have been inserted, our system base 2000 provides an all-in-one system that allows for efficient ad insertion. So, um, the following slide shows us the different software that run our system, these 2000. And as you can see, there is a clip manager, a scheduler, as a clip publisher, a CCM, an ADS, and um, an ad reporter. And so, <clears throat> uh, the days, um, the clip manager is responsible for registering the clips that have been acquired for um, ad insertion. And so here you can register the clips and you can manage those clips through the clip manager. The scheduler is used to organize or to schedule uh, the clips that have been registered into the system. And 
the CCM, um, sorry, the scheduled ad, ads are distributed to the click publisher using, um, are distributed to the ADS and the other systems through the click publisher. And we have the CCM, which is the Q-Tone control manager, which detects the Q-Tone and delivers it to the ADS. Now the ADS software, this one, um, the ADS software is the one that streams the ads to the splicer and um, the ad transmission history can be acquired using the ad reporter. So um, just for better understanding, I would like to show you um, what each of the apps look like and just um, an example of how it is run. <clears throat> All right, so this is the uh, um, this is the clip manager, and as you can see, using the add clip button, you can find the clip that has been given for advertisement, and you can add it here, and you can preview the clip to make sure that it is the right one um, that has been selected, and um, when you have confirmed that, you can then edit the metadata. You can change the title and add the information as um, as you please, and as you can see, the clip that has just been registered um, is now added to the list. The next is the scheduler, and in the scheduler, you can select the channel to which you want to um, schedule the clips, and since you've already registered uh, the clips to the system, you can find it on the clip list and you can add it either by double clicking or by drag and drop to what we call the schedule board. And you can save um, your schedules as well. Also, another function that the scheduler has is you can, as you see here, it says open Excel. You can open any pre-made schedules using the um, using Excel or text format um, later. Okay, the next um, software is the Clip Publisher and the Clip Publisher, it has the function of automatically um, transferring the scheduled clips from the ADS storage, uh, from the AMS storage, the management storage to the storage of the ADS server, the ad streaming server. And it does this automatically. So most of the time you don't even have to have it turned on. The next one is the CCM. And the CCM is the Qtone control manager. And the CCM, it checks for the DTMF Qtone that is received from the um, Qtone receiver. And it sends that Qtone to the ADS through TCP IP. Sends it to through TCP IP. The next software is the ADS. And in the ADS, it streams um, the ads to the channels where the Qtone was received and through it also, as you can see on the screen, you can monitor this process in real time. As you can see, those that are waiting are waiting and when it is about to play, it goes on standby and as you can see, it shows on air. At the moment, you see here down, it says there's no splicer responses because when we did this demo, we didn't, it wasn't connected to a splicer, but in the TV station, when it's connected to a splicer, it shows you um, that it has been successfully started. The next one is the ad reporter. 
and in the ad reporter um, here you can view details based on the channel you can view details of all the um, ads that have been inserted and um, you can get those details you can preview the ADD plus PP that is the ad plus the program providing stream also in this um, ad reporting and you can export that and send it to your clients to show them that actually you have successfully inserted the ads and also you can export these details either through excel or through text file or any file format as desired and um, the last one is the ad or the ad monitoring software and the ad monitoring software it just allows for real-time monitoring of the overall ad insertion process so as you can see in this um, window here all these um let me take it back and pause it so as you can see in this window here sorry in this window um, you can see these are the different channels that are available and these are the different local stations. These are the different local broadcast stations across Korea. And here you can monitor in real time all the green ones are all channels waiting for advertisements. And when it goes to light blue, it is standby. And when it is on blue, it is on air. And so here you can monitor in real time, you know, that all the ads are inserted as usual and also this just shows the systems that are been connected this is the ccm this is the adding servers this is the ad server so these are the softwares that we have that um that control the whole um ad insertion process and actually i guess based on the icons you may see that they look a little bit old but actually um we are on the process of upgrading all our softwares to make them more modern and to make them to fit um like the profile of most softwares nowadays and very soon we're going to release that and so these are the softwares that control the whole system now this next slide um is an overview of the ad insertion system it shows how our um, base 2000 solution fits into the whole ad insertion platform and so as you can see the q-tone receiver is connected to the ams um, that's the ad uh, management system which is in turn connected to the ads through tcp ip the ads comes with a backup comes with a backup which is linked with the titan live ad splicer through SCTE 3035 protocol. Now, when the ad stream is delivered to the Titan Live from the ADS, the Titan Live will splice the ad and stream it alongside with the program providing um, with, with the content. And so in this way, ADS and Titan Live, they have a, uh, a continuous management communication and they're linked together for immediate response. In addition, Titan Live's output stream can be captured through the CAP, which is the capture um, server. It captures the Titan's life output stream and it is saved in the TMS or the capture archive for management. Uh, 
All right. So Days 2000 provides immediate and flexible customization for the customer's requirements. We have provided various customization items in ad registration, scheduling, ad report to more than 30 customers um, uh, to date and have been in operation with highly satisfied customers. In addition, the system was designed such that through customization, existing schedule um, files and reports of our Asia Pacific customers are compatible with these 2000. And this is our biggest strength and the very reason as to why you should use Digital Reaches Days 2000. Over the years, Days 2000 has evolved from first generation analog advertisement to second generation digital uh, advertisement and now to the current virtual advertisement method, which is through the use of virtual systems. In the future, we will move toward a cloud-based advertisement system. And in this way, our DS2000 system will continue to advance as we innovate. Now, with DS2000, we have various references here in South Korea. LG Hello Vision, the number one MSO in South Korea, has used Days 2000 over the past 10 years and stably provided advertisement through these years. The special feature of LG uh, Hello Vision's Days 2000 allows Q-Tone information from the headquarters Days 2000 CCM to be transferred to the Days 2000 of each local SOs through TCP IP. So it's sent it through TCP IP. Um, and as such, even without or even with the absence of Q-Tone equipment in those local ISOs and in those local SOs, advertisement operation is still possible since it is the Q-Tones that sent directly from the headquarters. Now, um, LG, uh, LG Hello Vision integrated these 2000 to a total of 680 channels. And as a result, their advertising sales increased by 43% compared to their previous year. That is, our customers' sales profit was maximized. Through these 2000s powerful customization, LG Hello Vision secured their own content, such as block scheduling, target scheduling, and ad linkage subscription system. IPTV LGU Plus, another platform, also uses our Days 2000 and provides various advertisements to their subscribers with a more stable operation through our redundant configuration. And redundant meaning having the backup ADS um, um, server, having the backup ad streaming server. It provides a more stable operation. Um, LGU Plus has integrated these 2000 with 48 of their channels. And since then, they also increased um, uh, their sales. That increased their sales by 32% as compared to the previous year. And since then, they have continued to increase um, thereafter. In addition, we also provide customization as such as automatic registrations, one-click operations, and the likes for more efficient and reliable operation for their systems. SK Broadband, another platform here, integrated these 2000 on the mobile platform, allowing for insertion, 
allowing for uh, insertion of ads during real-time sports broadcasts. SK Broadband runs ads by triggering manual cue tones in real time in the OB van. And as a result, real-time mobile ad insertion can be done reliably through days 2000. With days 2000, SK Broadband experienced a sale increase of 26% as compared to the previous year, and it is becoming a strong profit model for the growing market. Likewise, we have also provided customization to allow these 2000 to be um, to provide stable um, real-time sport broadcasts in remote locations. Days 2000 is a business model that can achieve efficient and reliable profit maximization in various broadcasting infrastructures such as IPTV and cable TV and mobile. Also, so this is just a brief um, introduction of our system, days 2000, and we hope we can work with you in the near future. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much. Um, very interesting. Indeed, it speaks by by itself. We'll move to the um, we'll move to the demo. And then Max, I'm gonna give you the control for that. Once around. Okay. Okay. Okay, David. Uh, let's save your control. <laughs> Thank you, David. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm Max Moon. I'm uh, technical account manager at. Uh, Korea. So I'm going to show you the end-to-end -end, uh, ad insertion workflow demo, and then the, how to the take a live and as servers uh, seamlessly the splicing the advertisement with the video. Before I go to the demo, uh, I just want to uh, explain the what. The, what is the ad splicing menu between the ad server and Titan Live with uh, uh, on the UI? So as you can see, the right part is the Titan Live uh, in, uh, IP input menu, and you can see the uh, when we check the this splicing box, and you can see the all the uh, splicing uh, configuration menu and. And the first one is the uh, SCP30 protocol version. The Titan Live uh, can support the SCP30 2001 and 2009. We depend on the, the how on what is the uh, server supporting the uh, uh, protocol version. So Digital Leech is uh, su uh, supporting the SCP30 uh, 2001. So we can select the 2001 when you use the uh, server for the data leech. And second one is the channel name. It, it will be uh, must match uh, configuration with the ad server and then the ad splicer Titan Live. And splicer name is Titan Live splicer. It's default to use the Titan Live splicer in, in the Titan, Titan Live. And then you can see the at the server menu when you uh, uh, select the one channel and uh, uh, go to the SP information. And you can see the mux type and st a string count and splicer name must be 
matched to the best splice name as server and PGM name is same as the channel name on the Taken Live. And then on the ad server, you must uh, uh, you must uh, configure the uh, Taken Live's management uh, IP my IP address and then the uh, splice port is a uh, 60 or 21 is based on the uh, the 30 or uh, 2001 standard. I'm going to show you the how to configure relation on the token line and the uh, server with video. As I mentioned, I select one channel. I'm going to the input and. Uh, when you check the splicing checkbox, and you can see the uh, uh, the splicing budget and channel name and splicing name on the Python Live, and go to the go to the uh, the server and select the one channel and splice information, and you can see the all the same configuration as before, but the uh, um, uh, the but the point is the splicer name and program name must be matched uh, with the server and as, as splicer uh, as well. So when you finish the configuration on the Python Live and add server, you can see the SP1 or SP2 is uh, uh, appear on the UI. The, the main is, uh, is the ready to advertisement uh, with the add server and Python Live as well. Okay, let's move to the end plan uh, add insertion workflow demo. So uh, in my lab, I have one Titan Live and the one uh, digital edge at the server. Titan Live receiving the uh, source from the IP input and then output the two output because, uh, um, because I just want to uh, show you the, uh, the advertisement uh, is the moving really smoothly or the, the original content is has the another the advertisement. So when the uh and server receive the scheduling file from the advertisement operator and digitalish automatically schedule all the uh, advertisement contents to the each channel. And and the source, a source signal include the Q in, and then the Titan Live receive the SCT thirty five uh, trigger, and start to communicate with the thirty message uh, between the server and Titan Live splicer. And after finish this communication, and then the server start to uh, streaming the as stream to the Titan Live input. So let's see the earlier uh, video. As you can see, Titan Live received the uh, source from the IP input, and this source include the QIN and SCT certified trigger uh, during almost the 30 seconds of the stream. So Titan Live uh, outputting the two uh, contents. One is the no advertisement program and then the advertisement insert program. And QIN and uh, who, 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 oh, thank you. Uh, and you can see the uh, Titan Live uh, output. Uh -oh. 
Yes, sorry, Max, it was me. I'm mute. The, uh, ah, really? That's okay, that's okay. It was complicated to you. Uh, let, me, uh, let me give it back to you, the control. Here you go. Okay. Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Ah. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, Python Live received the source from the uh, IP interface, and then after uh, 30 seconds, the source includes the QIN signal. And the QE signal and Titan Live will receive the certified and opting the no advertisement and the uh, add insertion uh, program output to compare the advertisement it is smoothly insert on the uh, Titan Live. So it's coming, uh, it will be start the splicing. As you can see, uh, digital leads are scheduling two or uh, uh, advertisement contents to the this channel. So uh, after finish this uh, first advertisement and it smoothly go to the next advertisement as well. Now almost finished. And then second one was start this. Okay, this is all for my uh, demonstration. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Max. Uh, we are reaching the end. We have a couple of minutes maybe to ask a question or two. Um, I have a question that will be more for you, uh, Thibault. If you're around, if you can hear me. Uh, yes, yes, I'm here. So Thibault, someone is asking, um, they already have TS and uh, MPEG clips in their uh, NAS storage, and they would like to know if they can integrate with the digital rich ad server with it. Ah, yeah, yeah, so it's a very good uh, question, actually. So yes, um, there is no issue to uh, integrate the customer uh, existing NAS over uh, any, any protocol, actually. It could be uh, NFS or uh, Samba in order for um, digital rich to pull it from their uh, from from the customer NAS and um, insert that into the the Titan Live. So Titan Live then uh, afterwards <coughs> will be able to get the stream from uh, Digital Rich and Digital Rich um, would not need to retranscode the stream beforehand in order to push it to to Titan Live. But indeed, one of the condition would be to make sure that the the container of uh, this video are either in MPEG-2TS or uh, MPEG, and that they have exactly the same resolution than the main program. In this case, there won't be an issue. Okay, excellent. Thank you very much, Thibault. Um, and maybe last question, because we're running a bit out of time for you, uh, YJ. Uh, is it possible to record a video output after the actual ad insertion? in order to verify that the ad clip is inserted properly in the future? Um, actually, yes, it is very possible. Like I explained earlier, using our cap uh, server, which is the capture server, um, it is, uh, what do you call it? It is connected to the output of the, of the ad splicer, which is Titan Live. And from there, it is capable of recording the 
inserted ad with the program providing and it is stored in the TMS if you have that in. So with that, you can be able to have it backed up and for later use. Awesome, yeah. great. Uh, mm -hmm. And this will uh, conclude our presentation, our session uh, with Zrita Rich. Thank you very much to all the speakers who attended today. Thank you so much. And, um, you. If you have any questions, you to contact uh, either uh, your attend uh, representative or Digital Rich if you are in touch with them. Uh, and then we'll move to the next session now uh, with you. Thank you very much again, guys. And talk very soon. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Now we are at the end of the 30th podcast. If you want to find out more, you can go to the atem.com website or follow us on LinkedIn. Next time, we will cover how to build a future-ready OTT service. Don't miss out! Bye.